So I had this phone call the other day and um, actually probably had this phone call about 10 times this week. Not kidding. I have a lot of discovery calls. If you guys know um, all the women on Thrive Muslima, they get 30 minute free consultation calls with me. It's part of the, the package. And um, a lot of women talk to me about their feelings and they're what they're currently struggling with. There's a lot of crying. There's a lot of crying on most of my calls. Um, and women are just really suffering. And a lot of times this week, I have had to say the same thing over. And I said, gosh, I need to put that in a podcast. And I need to talk to some of these women about what is really just a simple fix um, to change your outlook on your day and your whole situation, regardless of what you're going through. Now, people call me about issues with their parents, issues with their spouses, issues with their children. And I'm here for you. And I am so excited that we can continue to have those conversations. Um, so inshallah business today, I'm going to talk about how to master the morning and change your day. Three things. There's three things every morning that you can kind of do. I know many of you guys know, you can go back to any of my other podcasts and listen to my morning routines. I have a YouTube video out that you guys like to watch, but I'm even going to do probably like an updated version of it. I just really haven't had the time. You guys have me so busy. <laughs> I have an emotions course that I have been just refining and refining, even though it's pretty much done. Um, after so many phone calls with you guys, I always find another thing to add to it. So, um, if you haven't already, just look forward to that releasing in November, because that is going to have the ultimate pathway to mastering your emotions and kind of getting control of your whole life. So I'm really excited to bring that to you guys. Um, I give a lot of women snippets of that here and there, um, in thrive, but for the most part, that's something that I know will be really impactful in a long-term way. So let's get into it, guys. Let me share the secrets of how to master your morning and in turn, change your day. Hello, assalamu alaikum. Thank you for joining us here at Mindful Muslim Speaks the podcast where we are empowering women to grow and thrive. Happy Friday. It is another beautiful Friday. I think last Friday was raining. Today's a little bit better, but for the most part, I am looking forward to the weekend. Don't you always just like, oh, I need a day where I'm just going to kick up my feet, get a foot rub. I don't know, get a massage. I don't know, spa day, wishing, hoping for some type of a relaxation day. I'm going to see what I could do this week. I think I deserve it. I'm sure you do as well. And let's find out how to make it easy for us. I mean, in, in general, and in, in everything we're going through, I'm just playing around. But honestly, um, there is something to be said for mastering our morning and our day. And so I'm looking forward to getting to this with you today because I think you're going to find this extremely helpful. If you haven't already, guys, we have started um, basically diving into our book club. You could probably still get on the train. But if you haven't already, guys, it is so good. Hundreds of women have signed up, and um, this is crazy. I don't think I've ever read a book with hundreds of women. It'll be my first. You guys are giving me my first. Thanks, guys. Um, so, no, really, honestly, today I want to talk to you about um, kind of a practice that I put into place a long time ago when I was going through something really difficult. Um, I made a lot of du'a to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to show me how to overcome my emotions. Uh, I was in a deep, dark place. Um borderline suicidal, I would say. So we're talking a long time ago, went through some horrific things. And what I think a lot of women don't understand is with mental health, if you are a practicing Muslim, it's assumed that you should not even have those thoughts, but that's just not the reality, right? 
Because right now as I'm talking to you, you yourself might be so sad that you don't want to, you didn't want to wake up today. And you don't want to even open your bedroom door and go outside and deal with the kids. You don't have the strength to cook. You don't have the strength to sometimes take a shower. You don't have the strength to go and brush your hair, take care of yourself, go out and see friends, God forbid, you know, do something more public than that. And um, that's because there's a lot of us suffering with some real sadness. And so I was at the time suffering with some sadness that I had to get really real with. And so I was at the, the bottom line, like maybe I'm talking over a decade ago, okay? Um, before I understood a lot of these things. And by the way, like you guys know, I've talked about it many times. Um, the free emotions course that it's going to come out in November um, 27th. So definitely mark your calendars. That's coming out November 27th. And then the entire course that I have in addition to that, if women are interested, is going to go through this step by step of how to deal with this. Because I'm going to give you a pretty quick fix right now. I'm going to give you something that is pretty helpful. It really, really is. But if you want this type of thing to be kind of like in a, a permanent thing where you no longer feel um, really sad, I want me to know there's a lot of biology involved in this. And I didn't know that. I used to think it was just me. I'm just crazy. Okay. And, and there's something, something wrong with me. But actually, no, in fact, um, there's like a, a certain response that you have to do because your body is going through something chemically at the time. And we have to really understand that this is something if we don't learn the actual phases of how to deal with it, it's going to be really, really hard to manage those emotions on a permanent sense. And you're kind of just always going to keep feeling horrible. So I encourage women to just check out the free class when it comes because I don't know why we'd go through this when we don't really have to. All right. So what are the three things that we need to do um, in order to feel better. So let's get into it. Number one, it always, everything always starts with Nia and intention. Okay. So this is the, um, the duh, right? <laughs> You're like, I know that I miss them. Yeah, I know. Um, but I'm mentioning it to you for a reason, because what a lot of people don't realize is that in order to open up the true help of a law, right, to get like, let's say the maximum benefits, I hate to say it like this, but um, you really, really have to reach out to a lot and let him know that you are looking for his help. See, a lot of it's really weird, but even though we kind of think it's obvious, oh, it's obvious to a law that I need help, so he should be helping me. That's not that's not how it goes. In Islam, we reach out to a law and and we we might go to him in a way that is a sincere intention. But here's the thing. Allah hears us all the time talk to him about what we need. Um, and I think Honestly, just to be fair, we should also balance that with giving him what he needs, which is some really, really basic respect. And so what I encourage women to do as part of your intention, to ask yourself and ask myself, as I'm begging Allah and asking him for help for all these changes and respect, you know, asking him to respect my need to feel good or my need to have this or my need to have that, am I respecting his wishes and requests of me? that are oh so basic, like praying on time, like uh, not watching that haram show or listening to that haram music or talk to that guy in the text that I shouldn't be talking. Like, as we are like, why is my life like this? Like, are we being fair in how much we're doing that's good? And so I, I encourage women, if you're really in a dark place right now, you're struggling to just reevaluate, first of all, um, your intentions, your intention to actually change Versus like what you're literally doing in everyday actions that could be contradictory to the intention that you're trying to become better and live a better life. 
Now, maybe you don't want to be a better Muslim. That's not what your 100% focus is. You just want to feel better. You just want things to get better for you. But here's the thing that's directly connected with your Islam. They're never going to be separate things, right? So Alhamdulillah, renew your intention to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is step one to, to commit to doing things better and that you understand wholeheartedly and with sound mind that in order to become better, you're going to have to really, um, might have to change some things that might be weird or uncomfortable or unusual for you, but that's part of the territory, right? And make that dua to Allah. The best time is in the last third of the night, as I'm sure we all know. I'll wake up before Fajr um, and just spend a little bit extra time. And that is a secret, special time of the night where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala collects all these du'as from the people. It's a beautiful time. Um, whenever I have had a struggle, I have made du'a in that time. And it has literally never failed me. So I'm telling you, this is not my promise. <laughs> Human beings are baseless in their promises. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala kareem. And this is um, how he will help you, inshallah. So make your intention. I, I suggest, like, bonus if you make it in that time. SubhanAllah. Ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for help and make intention for this new change in your life to live uh, a, a better, more positive and um, tell him that you need help. Tell him that you need help. You don't know how to do this. You don't know how to fix it. And you're doing your best. You would love his help and guidance. Number one. Number two. So we need to, so that's like kind of like, let's master our relationship with Allah. Let's call that mastering early, like getting back and getting real and um, and reaching out for help. Number two, like we have to master our thoughts. That's a real hard one for a lot of women. That's why I'm really excited to bring the emotions course and class that is coming down the pipeline because um, this is not something I was talking to a sister that happens overnight. Okay. Just because you wake up today and you're like, I want to feel better. We, we, we have like no patience and I'm dead serious. And I know you know what I'm talking about, right? When somebody's scrolling through like Instagram, they have like a three second timeline before they like flip to the next post. They're like, nope, nope, not interested in that. Nope. We have like no attention span. We watch a YouTube video for more than five minutes. We're like, ah, oh, this is boring. Click. You know, we have this problem now where we are able to click off anything, right? Imagine like long time ago before there was all this stuff, you'd have to actually sit in a conversation with someone that you didn't feel like talking to and finish the conversation. You'd be forced to sit there to be polite. And then when you're done, walk away and go, oh, you know, that was difficult. But alhamdulillah, I went through that, survived. Now we don't have to. We can just click everybody off. We're all like sitting home, clicking, clicking, don't want to talk to you, don't want to look at you anymore, don't want to read that. We have this ridiculous addiction now to just clicking things off. So what I want to tell you is we can't click off our emotions, right? It doesn't work like that. Like click, don't want to be sad anymore. Click. And so we're like, what? The click button isn't working. Click, 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 click. Like, why am I? I can't. No, I can't stop it. No. And we get all like crazy. I don't mean to make fun, but I'm just telling you, we have this horrible addiction now with instant gratification, instant results. And the truth is nothing good is instant, guys, all right? Hate to be the bearer of bad news, but it is real. However, I do have something you will like because even though it's not instant, it is a five-minute fix that will definitely prime you better for your day and definitely you will see a huge impact in your day. Promise, like whatever type of promise you need that to be, seriousness. Um, however, what I mean is long-term, if we don't dig into what's really getting getting on with us, which is why I told you I want women to get this information. That's why I put it into a whole course. I can't give you in like a 15-minute podcast, okay? So from that, you will get the literal steps for forever change. So next time you will not react the way you used to react anymore. You can literally have a huge impact. So again, 
set your calendar November 27th. Cannot wait for that information to get to you guys. But for today, let's talk about what you could do every day in the morning to master your morning. Number one, um, two, three, and four. I'm going to have a four-point journaling. Some of you guys have heard this before. If you have tried it and you've tried it consistently, you know it works. You know it works because we're using a piece of the science of how your brain works and we're pulling your brain out of negative thoughts. And if you haven't done it consistently for more than a day or two, then that's why you haven't seen it work because you should try it, I would say, for a couple days, at least a week to see. I mean, honestly, I see it that same day I do it, but um, I'm meaning for like a stronger result, let's just say. So how do I do it? I have a journaling that, I mean, even if you're not a writer, doesn't really matter. It doesn't take that long. I will tell women that we underestimate the stuff swimming on in our head. Many of us, we are busy, we are overwhelmed, and we have a lot going on, okay? We have kids, we have careers, we have in-laws, we have husbands, we have a lot of things all over us, and keeping it all in your head is what also makes it harder. So every morning after I do my, you know, morning da's and stuff like that, I have a whole morning routine, you guys can listen. I journal these four points. Number one, how I feel. Um, You need to get out, you need to vent how you feel. So I open my journal and I put, I feel dot, dot, dot. And I just let it all out. If I feel like garbage because I didn't sleep all night because the baby was crying. I don't have a baby anymore, but I'm just saying. I I have had this happen. Um, And or like my toddler was difficult or like I just had a horrible back pain. I couldn't sleep because I was thinking about something I got to do tomorrow. Whatever it is. I woke up and don't want to face the day because I have to go see somebody that I know I'm going to fight with because that person is confrontational, even though I don't want to be. I just write it all down. I feel like this because this, this, the kids, I can't believe it. I don't know why, blah, 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 whatever. Let it out. Number one, I feel dot, dot, dot. Number two, I'm grateful for dot, dot, dot. So why? So there's this thing called pivoting to the positive. So after you've let it all out, don't stop there. Because if you stop there, you have vented horrible thoughts. And now you're going to walk away with horrible thoughts. Please don't stop after number one. That will not help you. You're going to go to number two, which is pivoting to the positive. Why? Because now Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he calls us to be grateful, right? In Islam. But how do you do that? How do you become a grateful person? Well, it doesn't just happen by like some like chance, right? So we have to actually make an effort to consider all he's done for us. So every morning, If you're able to say, I'm grateful for, I'm grateful for my kids, I'm grateful for their health, I'm grateful for my health, I'm grateful for my husband and all his support, I'm grateful for, maybe your husband isn't supportive, you don't have to say that. You have to literally just, I'm telling you, all of us have a lot of good in our life. Even if you feel you can't see it right now, then you need to do this because there is a lot of good in your life. In the Within the hardship, there is ease. We're just not taking the time to look at it, okay? It's not after hardship, it's within hardship. And so subhanAllah, you're going to write down the five to 10 things that you just know you you have in your life that you honestly need to give up the credit to Allah that you are grateful for. Number three, I am. This is the fun one. So here's a lovely trick I like to teach women. Um, the body doesn't know what's real and what's not real. I wish I knew this. This is like, this is like monumental, guys. The body does not know what is real and what is not real. For example, if you tell yourself every day you have cancer, your body thinks you have cancer. I'm not joking. I'm not, I'm not making, I'm not trying to be funny. Um, and it will start to like neuro mapping, if you know anything about that and all that. Like it, if, if certain things, if you're ingraining them in your body that you have a problem, then your body will start to believe it's real. For example, and I give this, this example to women all the time, really quick, just want to drive the point home. 
If you're sitting in front of a scary movie and you see, you know, it's happening, you could feel your hair go up on your arms. You could hear, not that I'm encouraging scary movies, just wanted to say that to all the Muslims out there. <laughs> but I just want to be honest, like um, you can, you get scared, your heart's pounding, you hear a noise in the kitchen, you're like, oh, you know, you're like, you feel scared. But guess what? Are you really in danger? How come your heart is beating that fast? How come your body is jumping right out of your seat as you thought, you know, somebody was knocking on the window outside? How come? Because your body doesn't know when it's really in danger. If I'm standing in front of a lion and I'm really possibly going to be eaten, I'm going to have the similar thing. I'm going to have a heart pounding. I'm going to have hair standing up on my, on my arms. How come? In front of a TV, no danger. In front of a lion, could get eaten. My body will respond the same way. Yeah, because it doesn't know. So let's use that to our advantage, shall we? You can literally convince yourself, your body, that you are going to have an amazing day and you're an amazing person and life is amazing. And your body will respond immediately to that because it will be like, oh, everything's amazing with us. Nothing is horrible. So we're going to use that ability in the next point, which is number three. I am dot, dot, dot. I am an amazing mother. I am totally organized. My closets are beautiful. I'm this, I'm that. Now your closets could be all jacked up, okay? I'm being serious. Um, you could think you're the worst mother ever. But here's the thing. If you tell yourself, I'm the best mother, I'm a great mother, uh, my children love me, and all this stuff, like all the opposite of whatever you're feeling at the moment, um, your body won't know the difference. It will start to raise your shoulders a little bit. It will start to make you act like a great mother more than you were before. Like It's very creepy. It really does happen. So um, I encourage you to, again, not skip number three because these are things. But but number three doesn't get its full impact unless you've done number four, which is I see dot, dot, dot. And all I'm really doing is moving you through a uh, psychological exercise. If you really, I'm not moving you through it. You're going to move yourself through it. But I move myself through it as well every morning, right? And so um, even me recording this at like 6 a.m., you see, this is what you got to do. You got to get up in the morning and master your day. And so alhamdulillah, um, I see dot, dot, dot. So why do we have to do the um, visualization piece? Because um, one thing that they have used and realized works even with sports players is when they can visualize themselves. So they'll tell like a basketball player, visualize the ball going into the basket. You know, it's like so much more likely that they're going to be able to do with their body if they can visually see it happening. So the problem is most of us is we don't feel so well or we feel tired or frustrated or whatever. We need our body to follow suit. So when you've already envisioned what you want your body to do, it's so much more likely that your body's going to do it because it feels prepped and primed to do it because you've already um, unconsciously told it to frown every day. You don't realize it, but you're like frowning, frowning, frowning. So you need to visualize yourself smiling, being cheery. So I write things like I can see myself in the kitchen humming with a smile on my face. I can see my children coming and rushing to me and hugging me. I can see like I envision my my best morning, you know, where I, I turn to my kids, I can see myself saying, I'm so happy you're here. Um, and I could see my kids going, I love you, mommy. I can see, I can see, I can see. So you're envisioning, visualizing what it is that you would be your ideal day. And then even though your kids might come down and be like, my brother, he stole my dinosaur or whatever it is, you know, you're, you're going to be like so much more primed and ready to handle that in a better mood. And I promise you it works. Um, number, okay, so that was number one was intention with the law. Number two is get master your thoughts. I showed you my little 
journaling exercise takes five minutes. Seems like it takes a lot because I explained it a lot, but it's only five minutes. And number three, um, making time for a lot. So what I would say in addition to that, in addition to priming your mind is follow that up with even just five minutes of Quran recitation, anything, because you know what? You need to get your lips moistened with the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala purify your heart. Every time you recite Quran, it like washes your heart. We have dishes in the sink. So I want you to imagine dishes in the sink and you never wash them. Okay. You can do all your journaling that you want, but if you go to the dishes and they're always piling up, piling up, I want you to imagine your heart. You're never washing your heart. It's just piling up, piling up. So you can avoid the dishes like all of us do. Right? So be like, I'll do that later. No, I shouldn't say all of us. There are some women who are some feverish dishwashers. And I know because they send me videos of them dishwashing and listening to me. So I appreciate that I've been part of your cleaning routine more than more than I, I know. But um, alhamdulillah, just playing with you. But seriously, um, we, if we have to like purify our heart, and so part of that is even just five minutes every day of just remembering Allah, even if it's you know, like even if it's just like the three nas, whatever. If you can do more, great. But after that, maybe end with that and start your day. So just dhikr, remembering Allah, making a moment for Allah. Because if we don't remember Allah, how do we expect him to remember us in the way that we need him to, right? So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it easy for you. I hope you guys understand. That you can master your morning and change your day. If you do that, what I just explained to you, you do this quick five-minute journaling. You make the intention with Allah, I want to change. You really, really, like, sincere. Don't play around, right? Then you'd like, you know what? Boom, I'm going to make this five minutes. I don't have five minutes. My kids, stop. Wake up five minutes earlier. If we want to change, we will. The question is, you can't do it or you won't do it. That's huge. I'm going to say it again. You can't do it or you won't do it. You can't work out or you won't because you don't want to put the, you know, leggings on and get up and get on the bike. Like, let's be real. So if we really want to change, we can, we can do it tomorrow. It's all on you. It's all on me. We just got to make time. We got to make it happen. All right. Love you guys. Talk to you in the next podcast. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh.